So if you are into personal development at all, and I know you are, if you are listening to this, you'll know that there is magic in writing down your goals. The people that do the simple act of putting pen to paper or fingers to keyboard and taking their dreams and goals out of their heads and putting them more concretely into the world are way more likely to achieve big things. The goals can be big or small, very ambitious, or things that you know you'll accomplish easily. It's up to you and how much you want to challenge yourself through this year. Okay, with all of that said and in mind, let's see where we are halfway through the year. Welcome to The Improvement Project, the podcast about being a better human through good habits, challenging yourself, learning from a wide range of experts, and celebrating all of the little wins along the way. I'm Dr. Peggy Malone, a healthcare provider and human being, trying my best to be better and encouraging others to do the same. I'm in London, Ontario, Canada. After 19 years of working with patients to help them take on better habits for health and wellness, as well as a year of personal monthly habit challenges, I've learned how our daily choices impact and ultimately create our lives. So I'm getting intentional about my habits and routines, and I'm hoping to inspire you to become more disciplined, more consistent, happier, healthier, more productive, and overall your own best self. Today's episode is episode 157 of the Improvement Project podcast. And today I am once again welcoming back a special guest, Jamie Henderson, so the two of us can check in on our 21 for 2021 goals. Jamie, welcome back to the show once again. Thanks, Peg. It's been a minute. It has been like literally just more than a minute. Yeah. All right. I want to give our listeners a quick recap of our 21 for 21. So if you're not sure what we're talking about when we say that 21 for 21 goals, every year for the past three years on the podcast, my original podcast partner, Jenny, and I have taken a page out of our online pretend best friend, Gretchen Rubin's world. And instead of new year's resolutions, we created a list of goals for the year. So in 2018, we did 18 goals in 2019, 19 in 2020, 20, and now For 2021, we've got 21 goals. This year, uh, Jamie jumped in uh, and did this exercise with me just because as uh, you might know, Jenny took a step back from the podcast. So Jamie has been very lovely to jump in and do this exercise with me. And we shared our respective 21 for 2021 goals back in January in episode 133. So if you want to go back and get sort of the first uh, part of this little series here, you can go back and check out episode 133. So if you are into personal development at all, and I know you are, if you are listening to this, you'll know that there is magic in writing down your goals. The people that do the simple act of putting pen to paper or fingers to keyboard and taking their dreams and goals out of their heads and putting them more concretely into the world are way more likely to achieve big things. The goals can be big or small, very ambitious, or things that you know you'll accomplish easily. It's up to you and how much you want to challenge yourself through this year. Okay, with all of that said and in mind, let's see where we are halfway through the year. Are you into it, Jamie? I'm into it. I'm looking at my list and I feel despite some challenges, I'm feeling pretty good about it. Okay. Now, do you want me to go through mine first or do you want to go through yours first? Where are you, where are you at? How are you feeling? I think if you want to go first, Peg, because in the original podcast, you, you listed your goals first and then I went second. So go ahead. Okay. So here's my 21 for 2021 and also the latest updates on how things have been going when we are about halfway through the year. 
So I um, divided my goals into three sections. And the first section I called uh, personal. And goal number one was plan, budget for, and carry out the renovation of our house. Well, let me tell you what, things are getting buildy around here. <laughs> so on the day of this recording, the roof trusses are going up and we are cleaning up water in the basement, which was an unforeseen hiccup, but such is sometimes the case in a renovation because the roof was off, some rain went in there. Anyway, uh, the, the fact that things are getting buildy and it's happening, this goal is coming to fruition. It's planned, it's happening, the budget is on track, it's exciting. Uh, number two, kind of related to the renovation, was declutter everything. So we had to take pretty much everything, like exactly pretty much everything out of that house and move it so we could do the renovation. And as a result, it was a really great opportunity to go through everything and do a kind of an edit and a declutter. And I did that when we moved everything to the temporary house and it felt so good. And I also know that I have another opportunity in the fall when we move back to do it again. So that makes me extra excited to be able to have this sort of move once and then move twice, do the, the declutter both times um, to keep us with just the things that we need and that we, uh, that offer value. All right. Number three, weekly family meeting with John. And, uh, originally when I had this goal in mind, I thought that it would become more important with all the moving parts of the renovation. So we've been on and off with this and, uh, it sort of hasn't been a hundred percent necessary because, um, through the pandemic, we don't really see other people other than each other until just very recently. So we have a lot of time together to do the planning and to talk about things and to like discuss the renovation. So it sort of just happened organically instead of having that um, specific time set aside on the weekend or whenever it would be to do our family meeting. It seems like this is something that is still valuable for us to check in regularly. And I know that if it was pre COVID times or as we're kind of coming out of the pandemic, when more stuff is in your life, the family meeting is very valuable uh, just to kind of have everybody check in and know what page you're on. So that's something that uh, uh, even though I haven't done it in the way that originally I'd planned, it's still working. And as things shift into post COVID world, we'll come back to it in a more um, what's the word I'm looking for here. Like a, determined or defined way. All right. Number four was read 40 books. So I'm currently reading book number 18 out of 40. So I think that I can make it to 40 this year. If I pick up the pace just a little bit, cause we're almost to halfway through the year. Um, number five, at least three camping trips in our camper trailer. And this hasn't happened yet, but I'm still hoping we can make this happen as the most intense parts of the renovation should be done in the next week or two. And then hopefully after that, we can take a day or two for a little mini vacation a couple of times later this summer and into the fall. Number six, digitize hard copies of photos. This is something I've been resisting for at least the three years that we've been doing this exercise. And it has not happened yet. But when I did the removing everything from one house and bringing it to another house, all of the photos actually are in one spot now. So maybe step one done. So there, there you go. Uh, number seven, keep going with my daily Spanish on Duolingo. So this is one that I have done. I am not breaking this chain. I am up to 845 days in a row. I am still learning 10 to 15 minutes every single day. It's just part of my routine in the morning. And I definitely don't want to break this chain. It feels so valuable to me to keep the chain. And it's pretty fun to add that vocabulary back into my world in a different language. So someday when we can travel again, I'll be able to practice my Spanish as we go to Spanish speaking countries. So I'm looking forward to that. 
All right. The second um, category was for my online business. Uh, so this is number eight, which is included in that category. Uh, launch a paid habits course at least twice in 2021. And I've done this. So yay. Check that one right off the list. I launched in March and I launched again uh, just last month, um, or I guess this month at the beginning of June. And I'm going to launch again in the fall as well. At least that's my current plan. All right, number nine, social media. Be consistent with posting and go live on Instagram and Facebook every week. So I still haven't found exactly the right formula to get consistent here, but I am not giving up. Uh, I'm coming back to this for the second half of 2021. And number 10, one guest per month on the podcast. So my goal was 12 in 2021. And my goal was also guests other than Jenny and Jamie, because they have become some regulars now. Uh, so other than these two fab ladies, I've had three other guests so far in 2021. And I, I'm going to uh, make a concerted effort to find more great guests to share some great content for the remainder of the year, remainder of the year. All right. And number 11, move to an online calendar. So this is something once again, that I've been resisting for as long as we've been doing this podcast project in my chiropractic business, I have an online calendar and that's new in the last year. So at least there's that, but I have not for my regular world gotten away from pen and paper yet. I'm not ruling it out. I'll continue to work on it. All right. Number 12, email management. I really want to be an inbox zero person. You know, those people that do that thing. So I thought maybe a course or getting a coach or something to help me out with this. And, um, so far I'm still wrestling with this one. I did get down to, I think I had under a hundred in my email box one time a few months ago, but I just don't have the system. It just sort of gets really big. And then I have to pare it all down again. So I'm working on this one. Uh, number 13 bookkeeping. And this is something that Jamie and I've discussed on the regular in life outside the podcast, but also on the podcast is that bookkeeping for us as, um, entrepreneurs, self-employed people is a very important piece of what we should be doing each week, if especially each month, if not each week. And I still have not gotten on top of this. I am, I have a giant pile of stuff and I, I'm, I'm wrestling with this one as well. So I got to get after this one. All right. And number 14, I want to hire my first virtual assistant. This is something that's still on my radar for 2021. And, uh, I guess I think probably here I've been thinking about it. I've got to get clear, about what exactly I need help with. And then I think that will be easier to track the right person for this job. So this is definitely still on my to-do list. And I'm definitely going to keep this one top of mind as I move into the second half of the year. All right. And my third category was, uh, is health and wellness. And, um, number 15, oh, I had four categories. I missed that one. So four categories, health and wellness. Number 15 was drink a green smoothie every, if not every day, most days. And I'm on and off with this one. At the beginning of the year, I was all fired up about green smoothies. And as with most things that I eat, I go through phases. So I really do love a green smoothie. So I, this has been a reminder what now that I've looked at this goal, right. I should come back to the green smoothie. It's a good way for me to get some good nutrition in it every day. So the green smoothie is a, a lovely, um, reminder to come back to number 16, work out at least 12 times per month per month. And that's my, uh, street parking, uh, hit workouts. And I'm in a nice rhythm now with my workouts. And if you've been listening to the podcast lately, you might've heard me say that the thing that was effective is that I'm not allowed, or at least the way I have 
defined it for myself is that I can have my coffee once my exercise is done. And this seems to be working very effectively. So I've been doing the hits three to five times per week. And then I've also been hiking with Jamie or my sister on the other days. And that's been a really fun um, addition to getting more steps in more activity in. Uh, number 17, three strict pull-ups and 10 on toes push-ups. So I currently cannot do a single pull-up or a single, I could probably do a push-up on my toes. So this one, I think I need to get intentional about it. If this one is going to happen, one of the things that's happening with the new renovation is we have designed and there will be a specific workout area in the new space. And I know that that's not what I should be waiting for, but I know that probably is going to be helpful to have that. So in the meantime, I think I'll work on the push-ups because I can do that without having a pull-up bar. So, um, so yes, I got to get after that. Okay. And number 18, uh, I, this one I've had on the list too, a handstand course or challenge. And this one has not happened. I still want to come back to this though. It seems fun for me for some reason. And I always kind of reapproach this one. All right. My fourth category is relationships. Uh, number 19 is within here and monthly date night with John. And I did say back in January that we were, if we were still in lockdown, we were going to bring back the formal Fridays, hashtag formal Fridays. So we did one formal Friday, um, which was super fun, but then admittedly, we haven't been super intentional about this. And I think it's because every minute of every day that John's not at work, it's renovation on his mind. So, um, so that has kept us from the intentional date nights. So uh, I think probably as, uh, this next couple of weeks of the intensity of the renovation, it kind of slows down. We can come back toward this, uh, number 20, a coffee date in real life or on zoom with one friend a month that I want to stay in touch with, but have drifted apart from because of life or COVID. So I have done this a couple of times. Um, and I haven't been again, as intentional about doing it each month. Uh, but I have reached out to a couple of friends and had some nice visits via the zoom or, um, just recently as things have kind of softened with our lockdown, I've had a couple of backyard visits, which has been nice as well. Um, and I'm also looking forward to going and sitting on a patio somewhere this summer and, you know, you know, having a cocktail and a conversation with some fun people. So that I'll put that in, in that goal as well. And number 21, my last one on the list for 2021 was birthday celebrations with each of our eight nieces and nephews. And I knew admittedly, I might have to get creative with this one because of COVID. So I have interacted with all of them so far that have had their birthday in 2021, but I did not do something fun and awesome. So, um, it, this, now that I see this goal again, it's a good reminder that I, I can be more creative and I can make something uh, a little bit special for each of them as their birthdays come around, even when I can't see them in real life. So those were my, are my 21 for 21 goals and I'm making progress. I generally speaking in the past, when I've done this exercise, I probably wasn't as successful at the halfway point as this year is. So I'm feeling good about my goals for this year and I'm feeling good about it, what I can still accomplish in the next six months. Jamie, what do you think? I love it. It's been fun to be part of your life and see you checking off some of these goals and to be part of that process with you. So I want to jump on your push-up challenge. Ooh, okay. Uh, because we see each other often enough. Um, for our outdoor hikes that we could add push-ups to our hike. Like when we get to the top of the mountain. Oh, well, that is hardcore. And I like it. <laughs> uh, okay. Nothing. I accept, I accept this challenge. All right. It's on, it's on. Okay. You heard it here on podcast episode number 157. You got it. 
All right, Jamie, take us through your 21 for 2021 goals and let us know how they've been going. Yeah. So, um, I had to shift some of my goals. I wrote these, uh, we wrote them mid December, I think. And so I had my four areas, personal, professional, prudence, and passion projects. And, uh, I went through a bit of a life quake at the end of December, beginning of January, 2021. And so these goals have shifted slightly. Um, and if you want to know more about what a life quake is and how you can build habits or happiness into your life after an event, uh, check out episode 156, where Peggy and I discussed this at length. Fear warning, uh, have some tissues and some something to drink because you might get dehydrated. You might get a little dehydrated. So I actually was quite pleased. It's funny. The sheet that I have these written on has is worse for wear. <laughs> I have some really interesting bits of information added to it. I don't know if that's tears or water stains on it. So I've obviously referred back to this periodically over the last six months. And I'm, I'm glad about that because I also tend to set, um, goals for myself and then maybe set them aside earlier on than I would care to admit. So this year, 2021, not so bad. On the personal front, I wanted to build weekly time blocking into my world. And we touched on this last episode as well. And instead of the weekly in my world during this sort of turbulent time, I pared it down to daily time blocking because it really helped me to focus my energy on the tasks that needed to be accomplished in that moment when I was feeling uh, less than capable of looking any further than that. So I would say the time blocking was successful. My second goal was to build a greenhouse. Um, that is going to have to shift or the scale of the greenhouse is going to have to shift. Um, I am currently at residing with my mom in London, Ontario. And as some strong independent women We'll know sometimes you have to live in your mom's basement for a little while and that's okay. Uh, so absolutely. Okay. Jamie, it's a hundred percent. Okay. Uh, there's just a couple of strong independent ladies in this house. <laughs> uh, so the greenhouse, um, maybe a smaller scale greenhouse because I did just sign a lease for a beautiful apartment in Wortley village. So I'm not going to take this off my list. I'm going to scale it to fit my life. So perfect. Uh, I had a week. <laughs> This is where there was a little shift. I had weekly date night with blank. Um, that weekly date night has now changed to a weekly date night with myself. And I would say it's probably like a bi-weekly basis um, where I sort of take some time um, to do something that I really enjoy doing, whether it's getting a coffee and just sitting in a park and drinking it or... Um, just tonight, I picked up some pizza nearby my new apartment and sat in the back of my Jeep in the country and ate pizza. So yeah, I think I'm on track with this one. And I look forward to seeing how much I enjoy my company in the next six months. Um, the next goal was one Polaroid picture a day. And I was really good about this in the first month and I have fallen off. Um, I think the one Polaroid a day, to be perfectly honest, is maybe a bit ambitious in terms of the materials. I love the idea of it, um, but purchasing and then having those materials, I'm trying to not have as much stuff in my world. Um, so I'm going to maybe step away from the school for right now um, and then maybe reframe it, revisit it at the end of the year and just see what I did instead. 
Next one, check mark, solo backcountry trip uh, for three days or more. So I have a trip booked in Algonquin Park from July 22nd to the 26th, where it will be a solely, solely, solo backcountry trip. And I am very excited about this. Um, the next one is a weekly hike with friends. Uh, Peggy Malone. Yeah, we've been check, doing check, that. Check. Yeah, <laughs> love it. Yeah, so reconnecting with some of my favorite people here in London and getting an opportunity to uh, connect in the outdoors as we're allowed. Uh, the next one's been a, a little difficult because now I live in an area that doesn't have as many bodies of water as Barry did. So I used to do a sunrise stand-up paddle with a, a lovely group of ladies in Barry, um, And so I'm finding this one a little more challenging because uh, there's not nearby bodies of water. So... I've gone stand-up paddleboarding since I've been here. I have explored the uh, Sharon Conservation Area. Um, so I'll, I'll say that uh, I'm going to keep that on the list and just explore some other areas around here. So I feel like in the personal column, not too shabby. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. So moving on to professional. Um, this one is still, every time I talk to Peggy and we do these podcasts, I feel a little bit more ready to launch this. So I would like to start a podcast called Overheard at Gutsy. Uh, Gutsy is one of my passion projects where I work with girls uh, age five to 15, uh, where we build self-confidence through yoga, art, and the outdoors. So I think that I get a little more confident, a little more comfortable every time that we do this. So it's I'm going to keep it on the list. All right. I like it. Next on the professional list is a new product launch for Prudence and Pine. And that's the little woodworking business I had started last year. And this one, I will revisit in the fall, likely. Um, currently, the space in which I was using for woodworking, obviously, I've moved away from. And now I do have access to some beautiful space on the family farm, but it is currently filled with the boxes of my stuff from my house. So when I move into my new space, I think this is actually going to be a lovely way to connect with my mom on a regular basis is to come back to the farm, maybe have dinner with her and then use my dad's workshop to build things. Uh, starting a grounded program uh, for tweens and grownups that has been on the back burner because of the restrictions around having gatherings of people. But as things open up, as we shift uh, out of um, sort of these lockdown measures, I think that that is very much at the forefront of things I want to work on, especially now that I feel having a, a place and a place of my own that really allows my brain to start to get excited about how can I be part of this community in Wortley Village. Well, it's also kind of cool that you'll be more grounded and then you can start moving toward your program called Grounded. Yeah, and I don't know if we were going to mention this later, but I'm just going to come to it now. That, that was my word for 2021 was Grounded. Oh my goodness. Well, we've come back to it. I'm so glad to hear it. Full circle. Uh, next on the list is launch the online period course called Go With The Flow. And that is happening, folks. So if you have a you know, prepubescent age, eight to 11 year old, and you want them to learn the who, what, where, when, and why of all things period, then we'll put some details below in the podcast where you can get a hold of me. So that's happening. July, the registration opens for the online course. So I'm very excited about that. That's awesome. Next is website integration of Gutsy and RMT. And this is an ongoing project. I wouldn't say that I've accomplished quite as much as I thought I would in this time where 
I've had a little bit more distance from my practice, so I could maybe put energy into this, but to be perfectly honest, my energy has been a bit wonky for a little while. Um, but that being said, I have got a beautiful new logo for Gutsy Wildcraft and my RMT business. So I do have some imagery that I think is going to be very inspiring to work on this project in the upcoming months, again, when I feel a bit more grounded. Peg, we need to get a bookkeeper. Uh, oh, I know. So if anyone is listening to this podcast and they are a bookkeeper or know of a fabulous bookkeeper in the London area, please talk to Peg or I because we need it now. <laughs> Get after it, Jamie. <laughs> um, and then this next one I thought was interesting. So I had planned on taking the month of September off and this has flipped actually. And I ended up taking the month of May off. So I moved to the family farm at the end of April and then I didn't work pretty much for the entire month of May until I started training for my new teaching job. So I'm going to say I did take a month off. It just isn't September. And that was kind of big for me. I'm lucky that I had a really soft place to land so that I was able to do that from a financial standpoint, from sort of an emotionally supported standpoint. So that happened. Just fantastic. <laughs> Uh, next one is Prudence, who is my sweet little Boston Terrier, who um, also lives in the basement at my mom's house with me. And on Prudence's list, I had hike in the woods one time a week. Yeah, we're doing that more than that for sure. Uh, regularly trim her nails. This is one of those chores when you have a pet that sometimes gets away from you. Um, but being at my mom's place, my mom is very much a dog lady through and through. Uh, Prudence does not go very many days without a nail trim, so... She's, she's going to miss being at the, uh, having regular podicures. Oh, cute. <laughs> um, and the next one that involves prudence was having coffee in the morning three times a week and taking at least 20 minutes to just sit, uh, with prudence in my lap and enjoying that coffee and having a bit of a snuggle to start the day and yeah, success. That's been going great. Last section, uh, passion projects. So one of them was to repair and refinish a sideboard that was actually an antique, uh, that was in my husband's family. And so that I've taken off the list. What I did do though, is refurbish a fireplace that I had. Um, so I painted it with um, chalk paint, I think it's called. Yeah, oh, mineral fusion paint from a lovely store in St. Thomas um, called Ether Boutique. So it's gorgeous. I can send you a picture peg. Okay, we'll put it in the show notes. Okay. Uh, uh, make a cushion cover from my dad's jean shirt. So some of your listeners may remember that I lost my dad about two years ago and I have one of his jean shirts, which was his uniform of choice. And, uh, I actually traded a girlfriend of mine for that service. She's an am amazing seamstress, um, Heather at Blueberry Moon. And, um, yeah, I just need to go pick it up. Awesome. Couple more last couple, uh, rediscover my love of running because I had moved away from that and running is a, is a bit of a moving meditation for me. So I am currently signed up for the London women's mental health run in July. So yeah, so I've been running I don't know, about 5k when I'm out running now. So working up to 10k. Uh, do I love it yet? Mm, it's taken a little longer to rediscover that love than I maybe initially thought. And last one on my passion project is a girl's trip with my stepdaughter. So we have a trip slated um, 
to spend some time in Blue Mountain at a friend's chalet in the month of August. And I'm very excited to connect with her because I'm missing the kiddos and I'm excited to see her. So I think overall, Peg, I'm with you. Yeah, you're crushing it, Jamie. Yeah, I'm feeling optimistic about this year because if you had asked me, you know, early January, I would say none of these things are going to happen. Not one. But um, in the reframe, they all are in their way, which is lovely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now you mentioned the word of the year. So do you want to introduce that to the listeners? What what our word of the year was? Just the idea of it? Yeah. So I kind of like this. And I, did we talk about this? I did this in a workshop once and I really liked the idea of it where this word sort of guides you um, through the, through the year. So you can come back to this, like almost touchstone, uh, to remind yourself of really a feeling that you wanted to have throughout the year. So I kind of battled between simplify and ground it. And then I think when my world got flipped upside down, grounded really resonated a lot more for me. Um, and I certainly am coming back to that. And I feel like I'm using that word subconsciously a lot more than I would normally. Um, and maybe that's my brain being like, remember that's our word. (laughs) Well, it's cool because I'd forgotten about the word of the year. And I'm so glad you reminded me because my word is expansion. And part of it was the literal expansion of our space when we did the renovation of the house, but then also expanding uh, my influence in the online world with my course uh, and hopefully through social media and in other avenues as well. So it's nice to be reminded that that was my intention at the beginning of the year. And it's sort of a, as you said, a good touchstone to come back to and be like, right, I'm expanding this year. I'm getting after it. It's powerful. Our language is so powerful. And if you can choose a word that um, can help guide you through, you know, the decisions you make throughout a year, the challenges that you face, and certainly these last couple of years, more than a lot of others in our lives have been very challenging. So yeah, I'm grateful for the, the word of the year. Amazing. All right. Well, um, Jamie, thank you once again so much for being here and for um, sharing your goals and helping me stay accountable to mine. I appreciate that. And I'm very curious from our listeners, do you have a list of 21 for 21 or goals for this year? And how are they going? Have you checked in with them? It's probably a good idea to at halfway through the year, just remind yourself, what were my intentions at the beginning of 2021? And am I moving in the right direction? Have, has anything shifted? Do you need to kind of come back to that exercise and really get intentional about how you want to spend the next six months of this year? So by all means, reach out to myself or Jamie on the socials to let us know what's happening with your goals for 2021. Yeah, I would love to hear your success stories, like share, share what's going really well. I think we have to celebrate these, these little wins. You say that in your podcast, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. All right. And that's it for this episode of The Improvement Project. Again, thank you to Jamie Henderson for being here and sharing her goals. And for questions or comments, send an email to theimprovementproject at drpeggymalone.com. And you can come and say hi on the socials. I'm on Instagram at drpeggymalone. And you can find Jamie on Instagram at Gutsy Girls Canada. 
correct? And you can always get my attention by using the hashtag The Improvement Project. As usual, you'll find all of the resources and links that we mentioned during today's show in the show notes at theimprovementproject.com. And if this episode was helpful at all for you, please be sure to tell a friend and share it with them. This is the number one way that new listeners find this podcast. So if you found it helpful or entertaining, pass it on. And we also have a Facebook group. Search for The Improvement Project on Facebook to join our community. Until next time, my friends, stay focused and get after it. I'm going to destroy you at push-ups. I know you are, but your lever is only this big. Have you seen the size of my arms and my legs? You know what? This is where T-Rex arms come in handy. Rawr. I know. <laughs> well, I can do it though. I can, I can get oh, the yeah. strength. Yeah. We're going to run up the hill and then we're going to do push-ups. And then we're going to be those people that we see at Boulder Mountain. And we're going to be like, oh, those, those people are hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm really looking forward to this. Sort of. <laughs> Expansion. You're about to expand your biceps and your pecs. Oh, that's right. It's going to be amazing.